0: The Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman. Thanks for listening to New Zealand's longest-running tech podcast. This is episode 382 for Friday the 15th of July 2016. My name is Edwin Herman, and first up in this episode, the land that Google forgot. Where Google haven't done street view, it's the Faroe Islands halfway between Iceland and Norway, just a little bit north of the United Kingdom. It's owned by Denmark, and it may be a place you've never even heard of. Uh, It's pretty remote, pretty rugged, and as a result, there is no Street View there, but the residents have been asking Google for Street View. And for whatever reason, well, probably for some obvious reasons, I think, but anyway, uh, for some reasons, Google have uh haven't prioritised them for street view yet. So they've taken the challenge themselves. Instead of street view, they have sheep view. So the idea is, they, I mean, there is 80,000 sheep on these islands. And the idea was that these sheep would provide really good coverage if only they had a camera on them. So that's exactly what they did. They strapped on a Ricoh Theta S camera and a 21 watt solar charger onto the back of a sheep onto the back of several sheep for that matter uh the camera takes a shot every minute and away she goes huh, or away sheep goes ha <laughs> ha excuse the pun uh that was a such a dad joke anyway they, so the sheep uh they walk around with the, you know the cameras on their back randomly grazing wherever they they go and as a result there's a pretty good coverage of the islands now, it's a pretty remote area and, you know, if you want to get an idea of what it's like, have a Google, uh, Google Faroe Islands, F-A-R-O-E, Faroe Islands. Uh, have a look at some images, have a look at some video. It is pretty rugged. In fact, it's one of these places I would love to go to. I, you know, I've always wanted to go to some sort of rugged remote places. Iceland was was one, but Iceland's kind of, kind of the, the rugged place that's not rugged. If you get what I'm saying, this is true rugged and uh yeah i might just have to go on the bucket list uh for, you know a place to visit someday so the faroe islands they may not have street view but they've got sheep view and uh i i don't know whether they've have they up- uploaded these yet i don't i'm not sure if they're in uh if they're in effect yet but um <laughs> you you know it's actually a really cool idea because you know you're not just restricted to uh, to roads in fact you're you're more likely to to be in the middle of anywhere really wherever you want i think that's a fantastic idea it doesn't seem to bother the sheep they just carry on about their normal business the the equipment doesn't weigh uh, particularly much and uh yeah it gets uh, pretty good coverage and there you go sheep view for the faroe islands now, this episode wouldn't be complete if I weren't to mention Pokemon Go. And I do this somewhat reluctantly. I'm not sure how to f- how I feel about this whole thing. Uh, for those of you uh living under a rock, this is a game that uh that kind of combines the outdoors with the, vir- the virtual world. It's played on uh, mobile devices. It's been released for Android and iOS. Based on GPS coordinates, there's a whole pile of Pokemon characters that have been hidden all over the, uh, well, it depends what, uh, this has only been released in certain countries, but it's the, these characters are hidden. And what you need to do is to find them. And, and you do that by getting out and about with your mobile phone. And if you stumble across one, your phone will display as a sort of augmented reality. You'll see this Pokemon character Uh, sort of superimposed on the camera image and you found one and the idea is to go and hunt these things it's kind of like a virtual treasure hunt where you do it on your mobile phone looking through the the camera displaying what's in front of you but with these pokemon characters from time to time as you stumble upon them superimposed and it's really gone viral it's amazing how uh, how hooked people are on this thing. And I'm in two minds about this. I, I can't make up my mind. Part of me says this is this is great. It gets people out, and it does. You know, there's all these people going out looking for these Pokemon characters. Some are rarer than others. Some are more common, and uh, that, that creates a sort of a an incentive to find the rarer ones, the harder ones to find. So it gets people out and about, and that's a good thing. The downside is the uh, the addiction, if you like, that people have to this thing. And the danger it poses is people blind... You know, you thought it was bad when the iPod came out and people were walking across the street without looking as they're listening to their music and getting hit by vehicles. This thing here, I think, is a, a hell of a lot worse. There's people wandering around almost like zombies. They're, you know, staring into this to their mobile phone looking left, looking right, walking across the street, walking into other people's front gardens even. Uh, people doing this while they're driving, which is uh, a, a real no-no. And uh, and unfortunately, because the, the placement of these characters is somewhat random, a lot do get placed on the highways and motorways. So part of me, as I say, thinks it's it's a great concept. I, I think it's really cool in that sense. But I also think it's it's really bad. It's really addictive. And it's really quite dangerous the way it captivates people who then end up uh, endangering themselves. So I'm in two minds. I, I don't know. It's, it's certainly hype to the max, that's for sure. And this is why I introduced the story by explaining it for those of you who have been living under a rock because you just can't get away from the story. The mainstream media has picked up on this. And so you know that when the mainstream media picks up on something, you know it's big, right? You you know that this thing has you know people who even people who who don't own smartphones and yes there are some of those around. I'm I'm one. People who don't own smartphones have heard of this thing. So it's big. Uh so there you have it. You know, I I think this is going to here's my prediction. My prediction is that this is the beginning of a whole new genre of game, and I think there are going to be others like this in fact, this wasn 't the first one that was released by the way. I think the makers of this released the same game, but it wasn 't branded Pokemon it was i think something else from memory i forget and and uh, but same concept anyway I think this is i mean this is the bit the the first one that's really captured everyone and gone viral. So even if it's not the first verse, but I think what it's going to do, it's going to start a whole new genre of game. I mean, geocaching kind of comes to mind as well. It's 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 got a, a, you know, the whole GPS physical location thing has ties in well with, with geocaching, which has been around for a while, but that's kind of different. But I, I think this whole augmented reality, superimposing virtual characters onto a real image of, you know, where the person is, I think... I think that, that's going to open up a, a whole new category of game. There are going to be lots like this. And one that, as far as I know, doesn't exist, but I, I can see it happening, is where you create your own uh, your own little version of that game, if you like, your own little world. And I can see that being a great thing for, for corporates, you know, for team building, where if, if I could create, for example, for for my team at work, if I could create this uh, for a specific date and a specific you know, time frame, create this virtual world where there are hidden characters. And maybe rather than stumbling upon them uh, randomly, you can you can really make this into something where there are clues and, um, you know, and, and so on and so forth. So I, I, I think, here's my prediction, I think this is going to, this is the start of something, of a whole new category of game. But it gets pretty tiring hearing about this. And in fact, it brings me on to this other story about uh, already, would you believe it, already... <laughs> there is a chrome uh what is it uh extension i think they call it extension or add-in or plugin for the chrome browser it's called poke gone and it promises to remove all traces of pokemon from the internet and stop your eyes from seeing grown adults raving on about pokemon so if you're sick of pokemon and pokemon go and you just really wish that it would go away and you kind of want to put your fingers in, in your ears and go la, 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 la. Well, maybe you need to go browsing with this uh, with this Chrome extension called Poke Gone. Check it out. We'll put a link on our uh, show notes for that. Fiat Chrysler wants you to hack their vehicles. Yes, you heard right. I've announced a program through the public bug crowd system to ensure the vehicle security is up to scratch. And they're offering a bounty of between $150 and $1,500 uh, for finding vulnerabilities. So it's uh, it's formalized. You, you now can register and go ahead and, you know, try to find vulnerabilities. Hack Fiat Chrysler vehicles. And I think this is a good way, this is a really mature way, if you like, of... Of tackling the problem of security in software, particularly with vehicles, I think this is great, and with the monetary incentive, people are going to get into this they 're going to start finding these bugs before the bad guys do. This is the whole point. Get paid for the the bugs Fiat Chrysler fix the bugs, and eventually the the software gets uh, you know more and more secure to the point where it becomes harder and harder, almost impossible to uh to hack in a bad way so there you have it and that's it that's that was it and i realize it's been a little bit of a uh a gap between this episode and the last one well you know we've we've been busy doing uh working on many many projects uh so <laughs> this, there was a there's a little dry patch there but we're back and uh it's great to have you on board so thank you very much for tuning in that's it that's the end of the episode